0: Michigan snaps a five-game losing streak. Victory tonight in Ann Arbor at the Chrysler Center. Welcome in the Michigan basketball post-game live show, ready to go with uh, Michigan playing their 23rd game on the year. And things, as you know, have not been going well, especially in the second half of the Wolverines And Wisconsin in town tonight and Michigan doing what they do. If you watch this one, they were playing well in the first half, and the Wolverines were up at the break, thirty-seven to thirty-four. And then about four minutes into the second half, the Badgers take the lead, and you're thinking about all of the numbers and of uh, the Saturday Rutgers of the second half, thirty to eight. They ended up on that run. The two previous games, nineteen to four, start in the second half. Ten nothing starts in the second half. They were there, Michigan minus 95 in the second half, which is uh, the worst in all of college basketball, only to Paul, who has got to have like one of the worst all time numbers when it comes to second half uh, discrepancy. But that was all there. And I'm sure if you know, you're a Michigan fan, that's uh, weighing on you. And then you get to the last 10 minutes of the game, and, and U of M, uh, they're up eight with. Seven to play. And then Will Cheddar, I think, hit one of the biggest baskets of this game, up nine with 536 remaining. Michigan down the stretch. It's a five point game with three minutes to go. And Terrace Reed Jr. comes up with a big block. It's a three point game with 90 seconds to go. And Wisconsin's driving the lane. And Jalen Llewellyn reaches in and gets the ball and pokes it away. And U of M comes up with the steal. That's a huge play. And out of a timeout, Doug McDaniel hits a big bucket. Made most of his free throws. That's how you win a ball game. You say there's secrets to winning games, uh, execution, which everyone is in favor of. But when you have to close out a ball game, you need to make your free throws and you got to play defense and rebound. Michigan did all of those things. And that's why they come away with the 72 68 victory over number 11 Wisconsin tonight. And there were a lot of people. I I thought about it myself looking at the schedule, but uh, there were a lot of people like Michigan might not win another game the rest of the year. And you're like, come on, let me look at it. And then you're looking at the schedule and you're like, well, maybe not. But it was getting ridiculous. Sounds the word that, that popped into my head. It, so I'll go with it. It was ridiculous. The the second half splits for the first half, and this was something on everyone's mind. You know, you got a, a, graphics that are being put up there. Of course, the numbers they don't they don't lie. When you you go with that, uh, can this spark the team? sparked them to win a couple ball games. you this was nice. It's nice to win. It's and, and being able to to do that it was good for this team. I know like you might be a little a little shocked, certainly a, a surprise because Wisconsin's a very good team. and I, I think they're the second best team in the big Ten. you can argue Illinois. And Wisconsin has just lost three in a row. So talking about how good they are. Okay. But they lost to Purdue and then they lost to, where was it at Nebraska when they were up by 19 points in that game. And then they, they lose to Michigan. So I'm sure back in Madison, they're like, oh, were you really the second best team in the big 10 and Kent, who is on the feedback says, get it done with only six assists in the game. Incredible. Well, let's look at some of those numbers that Kent is talking about. What jumps out when you look at the Wisconsin numbers? I would say the Badgers shooting under 70% from the free throw line, but how about 26% from downtown? You go 5 of 19, and uh, I think it was 2 of 10. Maybe uh, maybe they get a couple other things. It could have been uh, a bigger discrepancy. It was late when I saw a 3. They were 2 of 10, but... Five of nineteen. Now uh, that's where I'm sure Wisconsin is going to look back and say, "Yeah, that uh, was a, a big decider in the game." But uh, when your team goes and wins ball games, it's not. You can sometimes point to one player and say it was this guy. This was a a, a team effort. I already mentioned Terrace Reed Jr. As I look at his numbers and see that he gets in uh, double figures and goes six of ten from the line, he missed some big ones. Uh, late in this game, but you know, three of five, and then he came up with that big block. He had two blocks in this game. Uh, Terrence Williams the 2nd didn't have a, a spectacular game, and neither did uh, Kamwa. Ten points for TW2 and just eight for Kamwa. Uh, Doug McDaniel had a good first half, but then didn't score until 90 seconds to go, less than 90 seconds to go, when... Out of a timeout, Juwan Howard and company drew up a isolation form him, and he drove the lane and hit the bucket, maybe the biggest bucket of the game for U of M. McDaniel, he um, hurt his leg in the first half, 7.48. I got it marked down. And Andy Katz, who was working the sideline, talked to McDaniel coming out on the floor in the second half, and 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 Katz had said that McDaniel called it a not- in his knee, he also got banged late, where he he was going to the charity stripe when Michigan ran a a a football type pattern off of the baseline, of the out of bounds. I've never seen all five players. I've seen variations. We all have of teams with uh, inbounds pass, but like Robbie Hummel was talking about, uh, oftentimes you'll see players running running up and then cutting back uh, to get the ball or curl. This was, it looked like five flying and then McDaniel with a little crossing around to uh, underneath to be able to get the ball and uh, nice job there. Namari Burnett had eight points and the bench will cheddar. Will cheddar was, uh, I think made a lot of fans, more fans. tonight. I think people like will cheddar to begin with. He is, then he's had a bad stretch of games earlier in the season. There are people clamoring for well, cheddar, more cheddar, more cheddar, and and he just didn't respond. And uh, badgers don't like this kind of cheddar. And cheddar hitting that big three with. uh with under six to go to put Michigan up by nine, you had to be feeling pretty good, but his numbers: four of seven, two of four from downtown. He had one, and I don't know if he would, if it would uh, go into the category of breaking his opponent's ankle or not, but he was over on the left wing and he did some kind of rocking movement. I'd have to go back and look at it, but the defenders fell down and uh, the the, the crowd, you could hear the bench. I mean, you, you get that, And it it looks like a a ankle breaker. And then Cheddar cast it up there, and he didn't make it. And if he did, it would have been one of the highlights of the season. Trey Jackson, Mr. Offense, fouled out of this game and ended up with a deuce, two points. And then Jalen Llewellyn with five points. Look at these uh, the numbers here. He had a block, an assist. Four boards for Llewellyn, who was one of three for down from downtown, but Michigan Go Blue says he loved Jalen Llewellyn's defense today, and Llewellyn did come up with that big play with ninety seconds to go one of the key plays uh, in this game that ends up with Michigan getting the victory. All right, let's look at that upcoming schedule. And that is brought to you as always by the maze and blue reviews. Good afternoon, Michigan football and basketball, which you can hear three times a week at two o'clock Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And for that schedule, let's look after tonight's game. Michigan is off until Saturday when they travel to Lincoln to take on the Cornhuskers. And that is the upcoming schedule. Michigan moves to 8 and 15. They get their third Big 10 win 3 and 9 now in the conference. The Badgers as mentioned, they have lost 3 in a row. They are 8 and 4 in league and they drop to 16 and 7 overall. They were in the top 10. They fell out of the top 10 this week. They checked in today at number 11 in the top 25, and it'll be a long bus ride and plane ride and then bus ride again back to Madison tonight for Wisconsin. Nice job here by Michigan. What does it all mean at the end? as i think about it well when you have these streaks and this bad level of play and it you could say it's piling on it's just it would have happened again tonight it, it's not really piling on if you're watching the game what else are you going to say i mean like you say well you don't have to be negative and and that's true The the second half issue was standing out. Everybody was giving their theories, and even Robbie Hummel tonight, he's like, I don't know, you know what it's coming down to. And then you're watching him, you're like, they just, you know, they don't play well together. They don't execute. The other team knows it. They're in their head. In you know, Michigan's not as good as the other team. But there's all of these things that go into it, you know, what it, you know what it comes down to, and Juwan Howard. He called a timeout early in the second half. If, if I don't know if you could point to one thing. If you could point to one thing, you'd do it in something general. You'd say defense. Because Michigan's been pretty good offensively, and so a defense, but specifically transition defense. Michigan turns it over or misses a shot, and Wisconsin has the ball. You're on defense, and they're bringing it up. That's transition defense stopping the ball is number one, is the number one thing that you have to do. And a lot of times when you have watched Michigan, when things were going bad over the last month or two months, you would see the the ball not being stopped and guys going all the way, coast to coast, just can't happen. It's And, and, it, and it happened early in the second half. And Juwan Howard called a timeout. If I was in that postgame right now, I'd ask him about that after he – got done with his opening remarks. That would be on my list of things to ask him about. Maybe the relief of just getting this monkey off their back as well. That would be, where can, where can they go with this one? Coaches are not going to talk about it being any kind of turnaround or uh, hoping for a spark of something or a springboard. They can only prepare and get ready for their game coming up uh, at Nebraska, which they'll be without Doug McDaniel again, who served three of his five-game suspension. So they'll be shorthanded, and this is a Nebraska team to just beat. Uh, Wisconsin, So it's not like Michigan's going to waltz in there and you feel like they're going to uh, win that game, but you know, that's, that's it. That's, that's uh, what you're hoping for, for something like this. And it's just good when you're at home, like in the big 10, you're supposed to win at home. Michigan hasn't done a lot of that this year. And so it was just nice to see them get a victory. Thanks so much for watching this show or listening to it. We're here after every Michigan basketball game The final, Michigan wins it by four. They upset the Badgers 72-68 to and will move on until Saturday when they play in Nebraska. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I hope everybody has a great rest of their night. So long.